The one of one is missing. Uh Uh-uh. I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Raider rookie logo. Doing more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to throw the football to? Guess how much I sniped this for an auction. Number two. Five, you dirty yep. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? Huh? Let's freaking go. It's football cards collecting and investing. His name is Andy. My name is Carter. We are back. The true brains behind the operation, Mr. AC, is in the building. Last week, I was flying solo, and the show got absolutely wild chatting hockey and how bad that sport actually is. But, Andy, uh, we want to start off today's show chatting about these rookie quarterbacks and the guy that has really been – the difference maker up to this point has been CJ freaking Stroud. Man, he has been. And I say some of your takes weren't that bad last week, Carter. I think, uh, okay. you know, you can you calm, you calm the people down on Joe Shiesty and, and your boy Chase, look at you, Chase Collector. And uh, they survived last night, man. They get their first win of the season and <laughs> nothing short of, of dramatic for sure. And, and so here we are, man. It is good to be back with you. Yeah, these rookie quarterbacks, it's so interesting, too, with their markets. Uh, C.J. Stroud getting his first win over the weekend. He's also been throwing the ball a ton and with some pretty good efficiency. Uh, you look at, the, look at the output that his receivers are putting up between Nico Collins and Tank Dell. I mean, it's pretty impressive. And the Texans' defense has been underrated. And, and they have been exceeding expectations. So this Texans team... It all of a sudden becomes very interesting if you look at the uh, rookie of the year odds now. And I posted a poll for you guys in the chat to to um, cast your your vote right now for rookie of the year. I think C.J. Stroud is going to be in contention. He may actually bring the uh, you know win the rookie of the year at the end of the season, but his rookie auto market and football cards, uh, Carter is is totally different than Anthony Richardson's, Bijan's, Puka Nakua's even. Uh, because of his Fanatics exclusive contract. So really, when you're looking at his rookie autos, you're targeting the the Panini Instant right now or or Leaf product. Yeah, so let's go through that really quickly here, Andy, as far as uh, auto scarcity between those two. Obviously, you know, Anthony Richardson plays uh, a far more exciting style in terms of fantasy but cj stroud just looks to truly be him lots of anticipation on his throws that's one thing that really stands out to me andy so as far as how you feel about the cards that are out for these players right now um just give a little background here cj stroud is a fanatics exclusive so him um bryce young and a few others are uh, very tied in with fanatics you can Michael Rubin's tweeting about C.J. Stroud almost every day now. Um, But, yeah, Andy, let's go through the the differences between especially Stroud and and Richardson up to this point. Well, yeah, you just have uh, so much more variety for uh, Richardson up to this point. So you have rookie autos from select draft picks, from prism draft picks. Now plates and patches are out. Uh, Elite turn of the century. Uh, What about legacy futures? You know, uh, Mosaic that's just released. All of these sets now, if you were to total them up, I think we're looking at about 10 now, um, but only about, you know, about two sets 
that have multiple cards in each with him in pro uniforms and rookie autos, which you don't have at all for CJ Stroud. You, you do not have this at all for CJ Stroud. Yes, he's in these sets. Like he's got a mosaic rookie card. And as a result, you'll see his non-auto cards go for a little bit more. Not only, I think, just the hype, but also because of the scarcity. Because the, the scarcity plays such a, a big role in sports card. And, and what ultimately becomes a chase card for a player where a lot of collectors uh, got to have it type of thing. And so with C.J. Stroud, it's going to be a ton of, of, of um, chasing um you know, whether it's Panini Instant, which as you can see is the biggest, going to be the biggest card because it's pro uniform and it is licensed and it's got that rookie auto on it. Or it's going to be a lot of uh, college uniform stuff, whether it's from Bowman University. That's a set that continues to grow. Uh, and um, or some of these other, you know, Leaf sets. Uh, I see a, a Chronicles draft picks out of five here. Insert from Zenith which is uh, very, very interesting. So these cards are just super, super rare, man. As a result, they're going to go for a lot of money. Yeah, so as far as the uh, Panini Instant stuff, I, I really like that pose. It gives you a little rated rookie vibe to it um, from a few years ago. You know, that Lamar and uh, Josh Allen set. I always like uh, the photo shoot photos because it just gives you that promise. Like he's looking into the future. Uh but yeah, CJ has, has has really done some amazing things from the pocket as a quarterback, and yeah, you know, Nico and and Tank Dell are, are are obviously some pretty good receivers. But going into the season, you wouldn't necessarily consider either one of those guys elite. And CJ Stroud is in the AFC, so it, it's a lot harder to climb uh, that ladder and to go into Trevor Lawrence's building and beat him down like that. That was um, some pretty interesting stuff. So. Liking what I've seen from CJ and something else. Don't ever just believe in like bogus stats. And the one bogus stat with CJ going into this year, Ohio State quarterbacks never work out in the NFL. Now, I know it's <laughs> early, but that had always just been bogus. Now, Andy, I was going to save this for hobby tip of the week. But before we do that, is there anything else from this rookie class as far as prices or anything that has stood out to you up to this point well you know the this year's Amon Ross St. Brown has has busted out of the gates and Puka Nakua I know we, we've all kind of talked about Puka a little bit but he definitely cooled off last night um and I mean it's it's to be expected the the numbers he put up through the first two weeks were pretty insane uh plus we have to kind of temper our expectations I think a little bit for the Rams and uh um, yeah, so so, but you know, he's been the big standout. I mean, he's literally climbed from you know being uh, somewhat of a Mister Irrelevant into a top three right now on Vegas Insider for Rookie of the Year odds. And as a result, his rookie cards have gone up a tremendous amount. I mean, like Leaf autograph cards selling for about a hundred dollars in a lot of cases, and uh, his his licensed pro uniform rookie autos, which are very rare, only a couple of them out right now. The turn of the century is going to be the uh, primary chase rookie auto. That card, uh, I've seen several sold transactions well over $100, depending on the serial number scarcity of it. Yeah, so up to this point, uh, obviously Bijan looks to be really good, and Jameer Gibbs looks to be pretty good. 
we're obviously frustrated with their usage up to this point. I think a lot of people are. Um, but you kind of had to know that going into it with Tyler Algier and, and David Montgomery kind of clogging up that room. But I think for me, Andy, what's what's interesting with this rookie class is Puka does look very good. But JSN has had a rough start, and I know he was hurt, but it, it's 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 not been good. Quentin Johnston isn't really anywhere close, and Jordan Addison has had some really good games, obviously, to start. But you know he had a his situation's a little bit better uh, than those other players because he is the you know the number two wide receiver along with KJ Osborne. Um, so yeah, it, it is very interesting. I do think Zay Flowers his role will continue to increase. So. Uh, just be on the lookout for that. My final point from more of a football card standpoint here, Andy, is you are so correct on the rookie premier cards that came out a few weeks ago that were – well, actually came out a few weeks before the season. Those cards not only look good, they were all pretty much hollow cards, uh, refractors, and – those things have gone way up. Even if you would have bought it after that first week hype cycle, um, man, it would it would have been really nice uh, for me to actually snag one of those. Yeah, man, uh, you should have. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, actually, I think this person that uh, looks like bought one six days ago for CJ Stroud for around a hundred bucks got a really good deal. You can see where those are selling closer to two hundred. I think if they were on the market now. For CJ Stroud, they're going to be closer to 200 to 250. Uh, these cards have turned out to be what I thought they were. Uh, they are incredibly rare, and they are officially the—I mean, technically the official first licensed rookie card of the player. And they're like actual photographs, not photoshopped, from their rookie premier event in their yeah. pro uniform. So it's like a special event where the all the like these prominent hobbyists and car dealers and stuff got to go to to see these players and hang out and you know they, we, we saw the little clips of them ripping packs and stuff there so the uh, these cards um and, and and then the quality that they've been made with if you've ever held one in your hand uh the these cards are very hard to find in the market now uh, which tells you that the print run on them is like a max of like 150 or something super low and uh uh they, and, and in turn they're gotten very expensive gone up a, a, a trim i sold every single one of my carter yeah. i got none left man yeah you 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 made bank uh with zay flowers and a few others now let's welcome in a few of our chatters chad always holding it down uh wants to chat some devon a chain or should i say Achan? He, he's decided to change his pronunciation again and yeah i dropped him after week one in fantasy when he was a a, a scratch and now i feel like an absolute idiot because i love the talent you knew this andy i was really high on this rookie running back class and he had one of the more legendary rookie performances uh that that, that we've ever seen andy yeah and you know what he hasn't popped up on the uh the rookie of the year odds yet because this was the the first game uh but he's another guy that uh, you know, we talked about a lot. I mean, we drafted a ton of, or at least I should say we, I, I did. I, I don't know about you, Carter, but I drafted a ton of, of Devin A-Chain. And um, I believe I wrote him up. I talked about him a lot before the season because of his speed. It was all about the speed and the offense. And we finally got to see it. What's interesting is, uh, you know, he, he's got he's got a, a, a much less variety than Bijan Robinson or Jameer Gibbs, right? Based on the draft capital. But you know, his cards should have have spiked, 
I think more because of that. And so this right. comment here from uh, from Chad from Chad rings resonates with me because I do believe that there are still opportunities on Devin A chains. I, I think it's like, you know, was he the primary focal point of that offense? No, I mean, it's Tyree right. kill. And so it's, it's interesting to see, you know, some analysts I've heard, I think it was Richard Sherman said he doesn't even think Tua will win the MVP this year. If he continues to play like this because of Tyree kill, like because Tyree kill will get MVP votes and, yeah. and that'll take away from him. So it's pretty, it's pretty insane how much talent is on this Miami dolphins offense speed. Uh, and I do think that if Devin Achen can, uh, or Devon HM, maybe I'm saying it wrong, Carter. Yeah, I don't. But I, don't. <laughs> I think if he can string together a couple more of these performances, like if he does it again this week, now all of a sudden you've just created a snowball effect to where we we see uh, maybe we get to those um, those those six to eight x, you know, like six hundred to eight hundred percent increases in in the cards instead of just a a double up or a triple up. We said to Robert, he says, should I sell Tyron Williams? I think he means Kyron Williams and Jerome Ford now. Uh, absolutely, you should. Because you got to ask yourself this question, Robert. Are either one of these two players absolutely elite players? No, especially Kyron Williams. I don't think so. Their situation will never be better than what they are right now. Um, but their RB1's just kind of fading with, obviously, Nick getting hurt. Um uh, but yeah, you know, Robert, this is, you know, something that we've talked about quite a bit on this channel with running backs, buying when they're backups, when they are dirt cheap. And then when they become the RB ones sell off that hype, man, unless you're collecting these guys and you really do love them. So Andy, I think, you know, I know Chad's really done well with this. I I've done a few backup running back kind of plays as well. Uh, your thoughts on this. Yeah, I crushed it. I made hundreds of dollars on Jerome Ford's cards this year. Uh, Kyron Williams had a couple flips on him. Actually, COMC is where I, I did my Kyron Williams flips. Um, just it, I was able to find rookie ticket autos on there for 10 bucks. But I don't like I agree with you 100%. I don't try and get greedy. The running back market, there's a lot of money to be made, but it is volatile. So some people get caught up in the peaks and valleys because it's almost every single week where running backs are going up and down and they're subject to hyper relevancy like you would not believe. So anytime I can reach my desired profit margin of like a, a double up, like 100% markup on a card, you know, so I get close to like that 40 to 50% gross profit margin type of range, I'm going to go ahead and and take that deal every single time unless that guy is truly in my PC, you know, and and it's just got a lot of PC value to me. All right, so I think the biggest uh, takeaway, though, I mean, I honestly thought Bryce Young was going to be the best quarterback uh, of these. And it looks like of the elite picks, he's number three on this list. Anthony Richards, uh, AR looks really good. CJ Stroud looks really good. Bryce, his weapons are the worst. His situation's the worst. It, it's been a little stale, and it doesn't look great that Andy Dalton comes in and and and, and does what he did, right? Um, but we'll, we'll, the rookie quarterback conversation is not just going to get answered in these first couple of weeks. However, Andy, I think for me, the biggest takeaway is the 2021 draft class and their struggles. Um, it's really not good for cards in my estimation. 
if an entire draft class just sucks, especially at the quarterback position. And at the QB position, the 2021 crop is sucking right now. They just are. And I hate it because, you know, the, the sealed wax of that product goes down. And this kind of goes in. I'm going to go in and just pull my hobby tip of the week here, Andy, at the beginning. So I saw a transaction made that someone, you know, bought a lot of 2021 wax. And they were going to pay for it at a show recently up uh, like a few weeks ago. So he agreed on paying the 2021 sealed wax price. And Andy, you know, sealed wax is, is a good chunk of change. Um, he, he bought a bunch of blasters, hobby boxes. And then when it came time for the show, now that, you know, Trevor has sucked and, and, and Justin Fields has been the worst quarterback in the NFL. Well, he didn't pay for it. He, he backed out of the deal. He agreed to pay for it, backed out of the deal, and that is something you should never do. If if you have a good relationship with somebody, and like if Andy and I were, you know, deciding whether or not we're going to sell a card to one another, I'm going to, you know, follow up with my word. There's something to be learned from the buyer and the seller when it comes to that. Only do that with super close friends, so on and so on. But Andy, the 2021 class is 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 struggling right now yeah it is big time man i almost i almost bought a believe it or not trey lance rookie ticket auto and it's it's only because of the price it was at and i was watching this last night watching the the end of the Bengals uh rams game and there was an auction for rookie ticket auto trey lance that was at 12 dollars, and it was in, in just a couple minutes and this is a card that has its peak was about a thousand dollar card that's just a base optic rookie ticket auto it closed out for thirty dollars and i'm like wow you know and and he's you know the third string quarterback now for the cowboys but then i look at zach wilson and analyzing just his total lack of confidence and playmaking ability it's just atrocious uh then i look at mac jones hitting sauce gardner in the balls and doing other weird stuff you know mac jones is like and you talked about this likability factor last week with deshaun watson and I'm like, some of these 20, 21 guys are are losing their likability. They're playing terrible. The card values have gone down for them pretty much across the board. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence is the, has held his value the best the most. Jamar Chase has held his value. It's it's not, not dipped a crazy amount. It has gone down like 10 15%. These other guys we just talked about, uh, even Justin Fields, I mean, they've they've pretty much tanked. They've tanked in a pretty big way. Like Fields is down forty, about forty percent now. Generally speaking, looking at his, um, you know, his like his base prism PSA ten, optic hollow PSA ten. Those those popular, you know, orange laser prism PSA ten. Those popular uh, cards that you get a lot of transactional data from. Yeah, I I still think Trevor can play. Obviously, I I, I think his receivers are letting him down. I got to say something here that 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 really I don't want to say, but it looked like the Jaguars weren't really playing hard on a few snaps these past couple weeks, or, or, or excuse me, this last weekend. I, I saw a few things that, that was like, what, wait, wasn't this team a playoff team last year? Why are they just giving up at, at, at this point? I don't know what's wrong with the Jaguars. I was really bullish on them going into this season, and – let the Texans come in and, and, and dominate you. I mean, 
it's crazy to me, absolutely crazy. But uh, but yes, this, this draft class is is really stinking right now. I think most people, Andy, can can see that Trevor can can still fling it. But all the other guys, I mean, and look, Mac Jones, of course, is a guy that you 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 could just see never really had a ceiling, and now he's doing all this stuff. I mean, if there's a Mac Jones collector out there, I mean. You want you want to you want to like a guy that's 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 doing the cheap shot thing? I I don't know. It's just not just not making any sense to me right now with the the twenty twenty ones. And Andy, th- that transitions to the twenty twenties. Um, Joe gets a win. He's not healthy. That's pretty clear. Herbert's playing well. He gets his first W. Tua's Tua. Jordan Love wins again. Twenty twenty. Andy still they're still raking up wins, and that that Jalen Hurts guy is still pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they got they got past the Bucks, man. Uh, that was an interesting game, but but you could tell we were just kind of outmatched. I mean, you, you can't stop that. You can't stop the, the. It's not even a QB sneak anymore, like the commentators said. They know everybody knows it's coming, but you can't stop it. You had Levante David jumping up on top, getting just like surfing around on Travis Kelsey's back. I mean, you can't stop, you can't stop that play. So, uh, yeah, you know. It's his his values are uh, solid. I, I still have right now at the top of that class, you know, Tua obviously in is is leading that class in terms of hype uh, and and percentage increases. But yet he's still not the the top uh, average resale earner, I guess, if you will. If you look at him as a stock, uh, that's still Joe Burrow, you know, and right. then leading behind him on some of those rare cards is Justin Herbert. Like I, there's people out there that. That ref- they paid in so much on Herbert in 2021 at the end of 2020 that uh, a, a lot of those rookie ticket auto Herberts and like mid tier rookie autos for Herbert still go for quite a bit of money, like a thousand dollars plus, you know, in a lot of situations. So, um, you know, Tua and Jordan Love, I, I think Jordan Love has got room to go up, man. I, I think, you know, the NFC North to me looks like it's coming down between the Packers and the Lions. And actually, I, this this uh, Jordan Love really intrigues me. I know we talked about him a bit uh, two weeks ago, but here he is once again, 18-point fourth-quarter comeback, and uh, his values are only up like 5 to 10% when Tua's are up 40 to 50%. I know, historic performance. They got all the speed. They got everything else. But pretty soon, Jordan Love's going to be getting Christian Watson back, Aaron Jones. He was w- without... Um, David Bakhtiari, one of his star offensive alignment this past week. So I think there's still a lot of room for improvement uh, or, or, you know, uh, value increases on Jordan Love. Do you see, and, and this is to the chat over here as well, do you see any path forward for Justin Fields? What would you do right now? And what would you say, Andy, to people that, that spent the big money on Fields this offseason? Man, I think you got to hold them. You got to hope, and it could be, it could be through a trade, Carter. It could be through a trade because, and and maybe that's uh maybe that's ideal. Um, you know, just talking to Bears fans, talk, talking to Steve, Brad Nolan, talking to my guy Taps. You know, they talk about how the Bears have just ruined quarterbacks. Going back to Jay Cutler, Mitch Trubisky, uh, you know, now Justin Fields, and um. You know, maybe the best situation is that Justin Fields gets traded and 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 the Bears are going for a new rookie quarterback, whether it's Caleb Williams or Drake May, because they get the number one overall pick again. 
And then Justin Fields gets a hype uh, boost because of the new team, because we all know he's got a crazy athletic ability. He was a great passer in college. So it's like, is it is a new team? If you put Justin Fields in Miami with the uh, with better coaching and better skill position players, uh, is is that gonna is that gonna help him become a MVP candidate? Chad says he would take Fields in Minnesota in a heartbeat. Ooh, there's teams that want him. I I as someone who believed Justin Fields was the best quarterback in in the draft class, I'm just kind of out. I, I just am like, I, I'm just out. Like, I just, I understand the situation isn't great. I understand the scheme isn't, scheme isn't great, but he misses so many throws. It is unbelievable. But maybe I shouldn't just jump off the, 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 the field's ship. Uh, the Bears have never had an elite quarterback ever. So maybe it is something in Chicago and that, Bears mentality, holding on to the 85 Bears. Fridge Perry isn't walking through that door, ladies and gentlemen. So um, there you go. Now, Andy, I, I do want to chat here a little bit, just a little bit here, about some of these older quarterbacks, you know, as we, you know, move forward uh, throughout the year. I, I've been very interested in – Matthew Stafford, he's played really well. Obviously, last night was kind of tough, but he's he's thrown nothing but dots up to this point. No one, I think, had the Rams being two and one. Um, but are there any older quarterbacks that are you know kind of necessarily in the, the the twilight of their careers that you find interesting from a football card perspective? Well, uh, it's funny that you say that because you know I, I I've got my my ear to the uh, the Twitter wall, even though you don't want to obviously buy into everything they say, but there has been, there has been some rumors about Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz reaching out to the jets uh, about a potential job for the rest of the season. Apparently they're still holding strong on Zach, but uh, I, I read that. I read that over the weekend. I think it might've even been uh, yesterday. So that's interesting. You know, I, I think at this point, the jets would be better off with Matt Ryan back there than, than Zach Wilson, just the experience, you know, uh, experience and, and confidence, um, I, I mean, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick might even uh, make comeback. No, it was, you know, talking about some of these other quarterbacks. What's interesting is, you know, you look at a guy like Matt Stafford's had all these statistics. And now he's finally got a ring. And then he, he f- totally fell off between the uh, Super Bowl hangover and the injuries last year. And now he comes back and he's letting it rip again, man. He just, you know, if you if you've got a receiver with any decent ability, you put him with Matt Stafford. I mean, he's going to light you up, man. You're going to put up some fantasy points. You're going to put up some production, big highlights. Your values are going to go up. But you look at the actual rookie ticket auto values of Matt Stafford from 2009. This is incredible scarcity. You can get this card for like 200 bucks, 250 bucks. You know, so um, he has had 31 cards added to the PSA database in the past week. Um, he has had 10 cards sell. But it's nothing, nothing when you compare that to the ultra modern guys. And so, you know, um, whenever I whenever I talk to my buddy Jaritos, who made uh, our Keep Him Web app, whenever he's yeah. you know tinkering with the algorithm that generates the hype score, him and I talk about how much this age and draft capital um, plays a role in how quickly your prices can can go up on your rookie cards. The younger you are. I mean, the bigger this this effect is from a smaller performance, you know, 
is pretty wild. Yeah, I, I've noticed that. Um, you know, people just don't like the old guys. They just don't. They 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 look at them like they're dust. Um. Now I do want I do want to bring in one player before we get back into the comments. Okay, I've always kind of wanted to build a collection around another legend from the 2013 NFL draft class, Andy. And uh, that guy that I started looking, at, I was like, okay, I already collect Tyron Matthew. Let me, I want to collect an offensive player. So I started looking at DeAndre Hopkins. I was like, eh. And then I decided, well, let me look at some Travis Kelsey stuff. And I'm like, wow, Travis Kelsey has become even bigger of a star. Have you seen a price increase from the Swifties? <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good for, good for Travis, man. Yeah. He is a rock star. He's a, he is a bona fide rock star and, uh, outside of NFL circles now, you know? Um, so his, his values, what's wild is they are so high, dude. If, yes. if you were to compare him, like if, if you were to compare him to the bottom of this, uh, I mean, I don't know you look at the honey badger, um, I guess he's got a decent graded market, or you could look at uh, Keenan Allen. Uh, you could look who's definitely got a lot more hype right now as Keenan Allen is, is right. playing like an elite wide receiver right now with Herbert. Um, uh, you could look at DeAndre Hopkins as uh, markers to pull in here with Travis Kelsey. And when you do that, there's just no comparison. And oh. I'm almost inclined to think that, you know, Kelsey at this point, Maybe you compare him to Gronk and see if there's a potential for um, Kelsey's values to continue to go up uh, because, I mean, people just – I mean, you look at his cheapest rookie auto now, it's probably going to be about four or $500. Yes. If I had to take an estimation, even his base score, you get that in a PSA 10, you're looking to spend about $200, and that's – a uh, that retro 1989 look or his base, his base tops, base paper. This would be like a base Donruss, you know, without the rated rookie logo from 2013. And th this card's $130 PSA 10 category. Uh, that's a $70 card for Gronk. So uh, Kelsey's already, you know, 50% higher, or maybe closer to 100% higher in, in a lot of situations than Gronk. And that's because he's still playing. He may still play for a couple more years, and they're they're the, the team. Yeah, dude, his stuff it was high then. It's gone even just a little bit up. When I decided, hey, two years ago, I'm building Tyron Matthew. I love the 2013 rookie class cards. And I just said no to Kelsey. I wish I would have just gone in. But yeah, you know, rookie autos. I I just looked. I think it's like absolute cheapest is like two hundred, right? You're gonna be looking if you're getting a numbered one. It could. I, I saw one eighteen to twenty five, red hmm. color match. I went for a thousand, thousand raw, thousand. Um, you know, he's he's big time. Like, you know, what what if the Taylor Swift thing continues? Like, I think at this point, you'll start wondering, well, he's probably a bigger cultural phenomenon than Gronk. And then you start wondering, well, is he the biggest non-quarterback star out there uh, in, in, in it, that's currently playing? Mm -hmm. I would say I, I would say, yes, he is. And then if he retired, he would probably still be like top five, like of the non-quarterbacks. 
especially, you know, if the Taylor Swift thing continues. And of course, as Chad points out, um, the podcast, he has a huge podcast, new heights, new, new heights. You know, what's interesting is he does that. He does that every week or every, every time, whether they do it every week, right? They have one a week. So, so that keeps him super relevant. It's kind of like, you know, how, how Joe Rogan has continued to grow because of his podcast, you know, and you look at like Odell Beckham and we've talked about him before and how he's had uh, more social media followers than Brady and all these other mega superstars in the NFL. But at the same time, Odell is not, he doesn't seem like he, he's not consistently on a weekly basis and making that kind of content where it's keeping him more relevant. Yeah, and 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 this coming from a guy who's clearly a, a a way bigger Odell fan than than Kelsey fan, Kelsey's just just more interesting than than a lot of people. You know, he's got this personality. He, he dresses crazy. You know, uh, and Odell has one too. It's just like like you said, Odell doesn't do a weekly podcast, and Odell just hadn't won as much as as, as Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey, and he's not been nearly as good a player either. So it's it's pretty freaking crazy i saw someone make a custom card andy a dual auto of taylor swift and uh travis kelsey i saw it on facebook or or twitter i should have screenshotted it and and sent it to you um but the thing i wanted to know is were the autos authentic was it a real taylor swift like sticker it was a really cool uh card but um but yes travis kelsey and and he's playing well he that's what he has a touchdown in each of the last two weeks so um there you go now we do get to the hobby tip of the week portion, and um, we're well. Actually, let's go to James's comment here. Uh, I, I just saw it. Carter just got me a W from one of his plays of the week. Just sniped by just searching to a prism, leaving his last name off. Clearly misspelled. Twenty twenty prism. Oh, there you go. Look at look at this comment. Uh, that's genius right there from James. Look at that. Because the last name, somebody had a, uh, a a clear misspelling. And, yeah, that's crazy. I gave that play of the week like a long time ago. Just just type in Tua um, 2020 because there's going – because Tua Tagovailoa might not be spelled correctly on some listings and it might not pop up. There you go, James. Look at you, boy. Look at you, Andy. Yeah, that's a good tip. Uh, that's a great hobby tip, man. That is egregiously misspelled. To a yeah. tag of Siloa. And that's what makes it interesting because I could see someone that's just trying to move some of, some of his stuff, like being lazy enough saying, I'm not even going to check the spelling. I don't even want to look it up. I just want to hurry up and list it. And you know, with the last name like that, autocorrect can do weird things. You, you never know. It's it's a long name. It, and most people, like, nobody calls Tua Tagovailoa. Nobody calls that. There's plenty of people that say, when they're talking about Joe Burrow, they say Burrow. When you're talking about Herbert, you say Herbert. Um, when you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, you say Mahomes. Tua goes by his first name. In, in, in common culture. That, that's really good stuff, James. That's really, really good stuff, man. Uh, and that's it outside the box, man, if you're trying to really try uh, uh, to, to snipe someone. But we got a hobby tip of the week. 
Andy, I've already given mine. We'll go to you, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is going to be a reminder. If you haven't uh, checked this out already, I would highly recommend just because we're talking about, um, you know, selling running backs at a desired profit margin. Uh, then you definitely want to take advantage of ebayfeescalculator.com. And then you could do, you know, forward slash USA dash eBay dash calculator to make sure you get to the um, eBay US. Uh, Or you could just click on that tab when you get there. But you basically can put in all the information of your card. Uh, So say if you had a Devin A chain that cost you $10, uh, let's say you bought one of his Panini Instants, right? For $10, you paid a, a dollar, hopefully, w- from the seller for PWE, and you ordered one. Um, now this is gonna, this is going to allow you to customize these dropdowns based on the type of eBay store you have, and so you'll be able to see, okay, if I have a, a better eBay store, or if I have an eBay store at all, will that cut down on the fees I have to pay? And the answer is yes. If I have a higher uh, seller rate, if I have a top-rated seller level. Will that lower the percentage of fees that eBay charges me? And the answer is yes. So you can come in here and play with these different dropdowns. And uh, say you bought that A-Chain for 10, paid one. You want to turn around and sell it for 25 uh, with uh, f- charging $4 in shipping. Uh, and it'll tell you your profit right here is, is going to be $14.48, a profit margin of 50%. So you can easily see where you want to list that at to make your desired profit margin. Uh, and then as you, you know, like, as you said, if you have no, you see how my profit goes down to 1424. If when I put no on eBay store, and then if I have a below standard seller level, boom, all of a sudden my profit margin goes down again because eBay is going to charge you more because you are uh, not as good of a seller. That is so interesting. I didn't. I. I. I hand on the as much as I love the the business of football cards and just sports cards. I didn't know your rating fluctuated the price uh, that the, the percentage by that much. That's crazy. Yep, it sure does. There's a a, a couple factors that um, affect how much you are charged by eBay. And so those are those are important to know. And you and it'll, what's nice, it'll just tell you that right there. So this is just a. A great little tool to help you out. Uh, as other thing, like if you're promoting at two uh, percent or whatever the case may be, if you're going to take their typical standard promotion at ten percent, now all of a sudden you can see, hey, that's not that bad. You know, I'll probably get bumped to the top of the algorithm. I'll still make eleven dollars on that sell, and I'll have a much easier time selling my item. So it it allows you to kind of play with these numbers and and if you're thinking about say maybe you're thinking about buying a hundred dollar jordan love prism psa 10 and so now you want to uh you want to change that to um a hundred dollars five dollars shipping and i'm thinking about what what if i got an offer for 150 and i want to get out of it um or i want to sell it and, and you don't have um you don't have an ebay store you're not, let's just say you're above standard seller level and you're maybe you only promoted this. You didn't promote this one at all because Jordan Love. You'll find out that's uh, $30 in profit, about $20 in fees. So those that's really important information. No, and, and you'd be like, wow, that's not really worth my while. Uh, I'm going right. to raise my price or I'm going to figure out a way to buy that initially lower. Uh, you can learn a lot from the eBay fees calculator. Yeah, 
the thing about eBay fees is you really don't get how much they'll eat into some of the things you do until you actually sell a certain amount. Like if you start selling like higher price cards, you begin to see how much the stuff eats into it. And I think what's really good about that calculator, Andy, is it takes a lot of work to even list a card, right? We, we've done a lot of tutorials on sell one like this and so on and so on. But it does take a while. I do think it is worth the extra, you know, mile just to run through the calculator just to see how much you're actually profiting off of that, right? So very good eBay tip of the week. And for those that are just joining us earlier, um, quick story. My tip is very simple. If you agree to pay for something, pay for it. Don't just back out of it because so-and-so is not having a good year and so on and so on. Pay for your items. Pay for it. Um, here's a horror story. Um, Shador Sanders, a buddy of mine, an Onyx card, sold it for 400 bucks. It's an on-card auto, non-licensed, and it's Shador kind of in a Jackson State, you know, kind of situation. Sold it for 400. The buyer ghosted him. And the buyer waited to see Shador not play well versus Colorado, and, and my buddy's probably going to get screwed. And and it sucks. It really, really, really sucks. So don't be that person. Don't. And if you are that person, I hope every freaking buyer cancels on you. I hope they do. And I hope your cards get run over by a Mack truck and, and then get thrown into an erupting volcano full of electric eels. And then I hope you become a hockey fan so I never have to see you again. All right. That is what I freaking want to happen if you do that bs type of stuff okay um so there you go you'll you'll at least get called out in our ebay seller or ebay buyers and sellers to avoid channel in our discord server if you guys aren't in our discord server definitely want to check that out uh we're, we're posting all the time anytime any of us have a negative uh transaction or experience with a buyer or seller we're posted up in that discord channel uh, so that anybody at any time is curious about somebody, they can go there and check that first. Uh, we're 150 members strong, so we have quite a, a strong list rolling in there, a poo-poo list, if you will, all these guys that are going to get electric eels in their – what did you say, electric eels in in their bathtub? No, I <laughs> no, I said, oh, you jump into an erupting volcano full of electric eels. Whoa, that is way more elaborate. But now, yeah, that, that, I've always said that, man. Those that's those type of people are the worst, the absolute worst. So um, Andrew wants to talk some Sam Laporta. Uh, Andy, we're, we're talking about uh, Travis Kelsey a minute ago. Goodness gracious, just the tight ends in general just suck. I really wish I did not in my underdog drafts spend too much on tight end capital. Um, Mark Andrews looks like a shell freaking uh, Darren Waller. I don't know. It, it just seems so dumb in retrospect to think that Darren Waller, a 30 plus year old tight end who's perpetually injured was actually going to be good this year. Yeah. He was one of those guys selling preseason on the, on the hype of the new team. Uh, Sam Laporta is exciting because he's a rookie. So when I look at like his his you know his main cards like the weather turn of the century the luminance year one rookie autos I'm like man this guy right now top ten tight end 
um, getting a touchdown this past week, but already putting up almost 200 receiving yards. I mean, he's looking like the second top option in the passing game for Jared Goff. We'll see how long that that lasts and how that changes when Jamison Williams comes back. You know, jury's out on, on him. Uh, he's interesting, though, because he's a rookie, like I said, Carter. And you look at those cards, and you're like, wow, man, this spiked up to the Luminance Year One Blue Ink Rookie Auto spiked up to pretty much $100 on Ooh. game day. Yeah. Uh, which was like, you know, I found that higher than Tank Dell. Uh, I found that higher than um, uh, uh, Jaden Reed that I was looking at, you know, from Sunday. Some other guys that have been trending up and had some big games on Sunday. A hundo? Mm-hmm. Ah, I love it. Um, let's go to Moto Blonde here. Moto, thank you for all your support here. Just saw a report on my earnings minus the fees. Definitely will be using this tool. Yes. One thing, and this is kind of just a macro point that Andy tries to, to, to preach on here, okay? It is hard to be predictive. This stuff is hard. Whether you're buying to collect or buying to flip, this isn't easy. That's why, you know, Andy puts all the work in and that's why it's worth the seven bucks a month just to be a patron because you get all this extra stuff and you get direct access to me and Andy. Um, it's hard. It's hard. Like the, the, the fees aspect of it will catch up to you. And that's why that eBay fee calculator thing is so good because you learn all the information before the sale. Right. So you're not blindsided by, well, man, this $500 card, I sold it for X amount and I only made $10 in profit. The calculator would tell you beforehand whether or not you should take a price on, uh, take this offer or whatever. So uh, there you go. Now, here's some Laporta action right here. Yeah. So here's the brand new mosaic. I, I do want to mention something about the new mosaic set. I really like what they've done with the rookie autos uh carter they they've they've made it to where it's using the base photo variation and it looks like an extension of that so much like silver prism has done with their autos and i think that's a big reason why the silver prism autos are such a big chase and they have been for so many years because they use the base photo variation it just looks like an enhanced version of that and that's what they've done with mosaic this year instead of having it as an insert which We've talked about this before. If people don't know what the insert is and they don't know how rare it is, then all the, all of a sudden they just think it's uh, you know com- you know fairly common or less desirable. They're not sure about it. They don't buy it, so the prices stay low. Well, with this, all of a sudden it's you know it's you know that it's an enhanced, more rare version of the base rookie card, which almost nine times out of ten it's going to make that more desirable higher average resale value the whole nine yards oh let's get to a few more of these comments here andy uh sam laporte getting some love man basically buy iowa tight ends it's going to pay off um chad says this is going to change ebay's already got a beta test of the pipeline where anything over 50 dollar charges your card the same way it does if you make an offer Yes, and that would obviously prevent like shield bids and all that stuff. If you bid on a card, prepare to actually pay for it. That is so absolutely freaking key. Uh, let's go to Scatter23. I have an eBay store, so I hope that it does take that in 
to consideration. Chad does it. Um, eBay store. Uh, Andy, do, do you have an eBay store? Uh, no, no, it does. It's a small fee. Um, man, I can't remember the fee off the top of my head. It probably makes sense to have it set up, especially if you plan on selling. Um, you obviously do the math. I, I don't think the fee is much at all. I, I want to say it was something like $20 a year, something small like that, but I, I'm not a hundred percent on that. So I, I've never had one, you know, I've, yeah, I've sold, uh, several hundred items on there. Um, and I've, yeah, I've never had it, but obviously, as you can see, you will, you will lower your eBay fees if you have one. So it makes sense if you're going to be selling at least a few items per month, I think it'll pay itself off, uh, over the course of the next year. So probably yeah. something that I'm definitely going to do. James says $30 a month for basic. Okay. Oh, there so that's, go. that was $30 a month. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's That's pretty hefty, but if you're selling if you're selling volume, it's worth it. And I'm sure the algo is going to push your stuff. Like an an algorithm's going to push DS Sports or the the what is it? DS Sports 87. Uh they're going to push their stuff more than it's going to push mine. Um So, there you go. Let's go to Forbes here. Um so 500 total listings. Oh, okay, for free each month. That makes sense. Forbes says, what do I think about Chris Alave or Drake London? Andy, I go to you. I love uh, potentially sniping Chris Olave right now if people are down on the Saints at all because Jameis Winston is going to let it rip, baby. Um, uh, I think this is good for Chris Olave. I mean, he is he's the deep ball threat guy. He wins on deep routes, man, all the time. You look at his uh, reception perception profile, so – I think that this is a good move uh, for Chris Olave. Uh, I think we could see some big spike games here in the near future for him. Drake London, I mean, come on. Uh, Desmond Ritter, I think Desmond Ritter's bad. <laughs> and I don't think you're going to see him throw it much. And when he does throw it, he's throwing it to his six foot six tight end, Kyle Pitts, or six foot five tight end, John U. Smith, and it's like a five-yard A dot. And otherwise, it's going to be given to Bijan or Tyler Algier. I mean, I think I'm going to stick with that take. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think Ritter's that great either. Um, but that's not here nor there. Chris Lave is really good. I, I think that's pretty clear. And the Saints are going to keep winning. A little bit more bullish on the Saints moving forward than the Falcons. Um but that's just me. You know, I the, the Falcons have a lot of mouths to feed. And I'm starting to think this, and it could just be Desmond Ritter or whatever. I do think Arthur Smith has a vendetta against actually throwing the football to his best players. I really do think so. Because there are a lot of these old school coaches who know that the fantasy people want you to throw to Cal Pitts, Drake London, and B. John Robinson. So what does that mean? Arthur Smith is going to keep feeding Tyler Algier. He's going to keep feeding Johnu Smith, even though Johnu Smith, of course, isn't as good as Tyler Algier, but still. Um, I think Arthur Smith is scared as hell that Desmond Ritter is going to turn the ball over and it's going to cost them it's going to cost them wins when they know that they can grind it out in the trenches and play defense and and uh, control those turnovers or try and limit those turnovers as much as possible. And, and 
and then that's their game plan. All right. Uh, it is now time for play of the week. Andy, you first. Yeah, so Chris Olave is an interesting one that Josh brings up here. Uh, I, I Honestly, you could buy into Drake London, but I think his prices will go even lower, I think, yeah. in, a, in, in another month. Like, we're entering that time period where uh, there's some, you know, conclusions you could come to, like about Drake London's production this year with the Atlanta Falcons. But it still may turn around, and we, we may still see that turn around at this point. But in another month, if it doesn't, all of a sudden, now you're seeing the true bottom of his market every season. Like that's that's where that true bottom is. And I will buy some Drake London because he's a good athlete. He's a good wide receiver, and maybe he goes somewhere new uh, that they're actually going to utilize him like that, like a, a true alpha. So that'll cause that spike. Um, I'm also though going to stick with buying Jordan Love this week, sniping okay. him in auction. Got a lot of 2020 cards. They play a primetime game on Thursday night. So I'm going to be trying to snipe some Jordan Love cards tomorrow night on the live stream with Steve on COMC. See if there's any we can maybe uh, quick flip on. But they're playing the Lions. Two two-in-one teams, NFC North, division matchup. The, uh, the NFL schedule makers really hit it out of the park, I think, this year. There's been phenomenal matchups every single week, close, dramatic finishes, and uh, it's very entertaining. And I'm excited for this Thursday night matchup. And when I look at Jordan Love, still lower than Hurt, still lower than Tua and these guys, this whole situation I feel is lining up for him. Uh, and uh, I think there's some money to be made there. So I'm going to stick with my, my Jordan Love take. All right, when I flew solo last week, my guy Chad and the chat really carried me because I don't know anything about the NFL, according to the to the comments down below. I don't have massive NFL knowledge, and that's okay. But I'm going to give you a play of the week that I know will work. All right. So we were so wrapped up in Tua, okay? Tua obviously looks amazing. If you bought him at the bottom this offseason, you are banking right now because he does look great he is leading the nfl mvp odds but hey, let me ask you a question what happened versus the broncos this past weekend when they took two out of the game what happened to the broncos no what happened what happened to when they took two out of the game they put who into the game at quarterback uh mike white mike white and, yeah and, and what and what did mike white do when he went in there through touchdown baby we are looking at one of the most profitable backup quarterbacks in the football card industry to the point where we did a whole episode last year titled the Mike White Syndrome. He is the ultimate backup quarterback. And I can just Google it real quick. I looked at it this morning. In fact, before I gave this play of the week, I, I double checked myself and I just typed in Mike White Auto and I see some immaculate Mike White autos going for $17.50. Um, Panini Rookie of the Year, $14.50. That's $20 at the door, $30 at the door. Rookie Ticket Auto, Silver, a Hundo. I'd, I'd stay away from that. But Mike White autos, rookie autos, three color patches, $7.50 here. Folks, I would say more so than any other offense in the NFL. And, and, and look, now I've been labeled the two a hater. But did he not just catch the golden ticket 
Does it not seem like right now when you're watching the Miami Dolphins, they're not necessarily watching the greatness of an individual player. You're watching the greatness of a system. I kind of feel like when I first watched Mike March when I was little and, and Kurt Warner and Tory Holtz and the greatest show on turf, right? So what if Tua goes out? Do you just think that this Dolphins offense evaporates into thin air? No, it doesn't. Mike people White. are people people are thinking about uh, when Skylar Thompson came in and it was uh you know like he actually he actually I think surprised some people a little bit like oh wow maybe this guy's not bad no it's really the Miami Dolphins system and uh and so yeah I mean Mike White is definitely going to be I mean who if if Tua goes down and somebody's holding Mike White cards for sale on eBay that they're buying at the at these prices now, yeah, you're gonna make I don't know probably six to eight x whatever you paid for him. So from that standpoint, the upside's massive. The downside's little when you can get some rookie autos this cheap. It's a it's a play. That's a good play. I, I, That's I'm a real just, play I'm, of the week right there, Carter. I, I'm just telling you. I've been I, once I saw it, I was like, okay. I, I couldn't wait for this show today. All right. Um, like, here's what I would do. I would give myself a budget of like a hundred bucks. Okay. And buy as many, you could probably get like four or five, uh, more than likely just four out the door, like autos for like 15, 20 bucks each. And if you lose out, you lose out. But the bottom of those cards, I mean, that's near the bottom of what those cards are always going to go for anyway. And, well, Tua, I, I hope it doesn't happen. I, I don't want anyone to think that I hate it, Tua. I've shared the story plenty of times. Tua is still one of the greatest high school quarterbacks I've ever seen. I thought he should have started at Alabama as a true freshman. I thought he was really that great. I I, I just didn't think he'd be that great in the NFL. He's average athletically, but – now he's in a perfect system that sits that fits his needs and he's been healthy. But the truth is, if he does go down, watch out, man. Watch out. Mike White can play. It's not I, I still think they can win games. I still think this offense is um is um is is that special. So just something to uh to keep an eye out for. Yeah, unlike Zach Wilson, Mike White's got a lot of confidence, and he believes in himself that he should be a starter, and so he's going to go out there right. and play like it. You know, he's going to let it rip, and that talent they have on offense is, is insane. So, fantastic play, Carter. James, uh, we'll, we'll take a few more here at the end. Uh, we'll talk about this publicly as well, Andy. Do you want, do you want to do the shows now, 1130? Do you like that time better? Yeah, I think th I think this is fantastic. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, I'm, we'll, I'm good with it. Well, we'll keep it going until the wheels fall off. Um, Aiden O'Connell, Andy, your your, your thoughts uh, on the Raiders' mustachioed quarterback? <laughs> hey, well, my thoughts are that he's a rookie and he looked great in the preseason. So that instantly makes him a play. But I, I think he's a pretty obvious one now with question marks around Jimmy Garoppolo's health. So, um it does make him a pretty obvious one. I'd be hesitant to say, whoa, what kind of deals can I find? Like if 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 I'm finding prices that much cheaper on Aiden O'Connell than Dorian Thompson Robinson, then uh then yeah, maybe it makes sense. Um I just it it just depends on like how close to Clayton Tune prices are Aiden O'Connell. Where is he at? Because in the preseason he was much higher than everybody else. He was higher than DTR 
and he doesn't have the athletic ability as DTR. I don't think he's as good of a quarterback as DTR, but because he played for the Raiders and um, he was starting all the preseason games, he was lighting it up out there. He got the most expensive out of all those rookie quarterbacks in the preseason. Yeah, you, you don't necessarily have to be like an elite college quarterback to be great at the next level. We've seen that with like Brock Purdy and and, and others. So still, when I watched him, I, I never really felt like it, he was anything special. And I, I think that Raider situation isn't really too great. But if you bought him and they do name him the official like starter starter, just be ready to list and, and, and move that bad boy. OK, that's it's absolutely um critical because i don't believe in the long-term uh value of of a o'connell um also want to bring this up you know with bowman you coming out we haven't really talked a whole lot about new products uh, that are out uh andy is there any that that really stands out to you it's mosaic man mosaic uh, uh yeah yeah pumped about mosaic right now obviously bowman chrome university i tried to get some man I could not get it because it sold out so fast. So now I've looked at the um, the resale prices of those on eBay, and 130 still doesn't seem too bad. I, I know that Colorado got smashed by Oregon this past weekend, but everybody everybody called that out. You did, Derek, everybody else that follows college football weekly, um, they all called that. I was like, well, Colorado's not going to get past Oregon. So I still, like, nothing's really changed, I, I don't think, too much there because – they didn't, they didn't have Travis Hunter either. So Bowman um, Bowman Chrome University with all those new firsts in it, the checklist you talked about is, is I think, uh, super valuable. Um, and then, Not yeah, Mosaic. Bowman, you, let's go! <laughs> let's go. Moto says Bowman, you just got pushed back. Shop says 10-13 now. I actually didn't. I, I've kind of truthfully uh, been a little out of the, the the card realm because I was traveling to God's country, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. No, I have not gotten that. So you've kind of ruined my day now, Moto. We should have just signed this off. We got plays of the week. But now i got to go look. I, I'm dying to know if this got pushed back. It makes okay. sense because they sold out so fast. So I've heard some, depending on – who you follow and what you believe. There's been some really crazy rumors swirling about how Tops does their uh, distribution and it's controlled by fanatics. So I, I don't want to get in because I don't know what's true about it or not, but you can yeah. go look at some major sports card Twitter accounts and see what they're posting. Screenshots of conversation from people that work at the Tops distribution centers and how they're prioritizing breakers versus retailers, and it's crazy. So I don't know what to believe there totally. But I, I saw um, that. I, I, I don't I, – I didn't believe that. I didn't – I think there is some truth to that. It's not – I mean, what was it? Antoine Griezmann, uh, the, the soccer star, pulled a one-on-one Babe Ruth. That wasn't just coincidence, right? But, like – I don't know. I, I would like to see more than just, you know, screenshot conversations with the name, you know, blurred out. Um, but yeah, I, I am I am very anxious about Bowman U. Very anxious, very excited. I really do think this next sealed product has a chance to be legendary. I think there's just too many legendary players in that set that 
uh, with Shadour Sanders, Travis Hunter, Marvin Harrison, Drake May all having their Bowen first in there. And that doesn't include Caleb Williams in that product and, and many others, Malik Neighbors. Uh, that's bias for me, but Malik Neighbors, LSU wide receiver. Um, I, I, I think that class is going to be legendary. And my guy, Riley Reagan Leonard, the Duke quarterback, Derek Dante Moore, Derek's a Dante guy. Uh, so, yeah, really excited about that. So we'll talk more about that next week. But for right now, we'll see you next week, baby. Peace. Peace. What up? Bop, bop.